0: Welcome everyone to Brain Foreplay, where you get your checkup from the neck up on Mental Mondays. I'm Dr. Rick Perea, PhD in Psychology. and We come at you every Monday, give you a nugget, give you a piece of information that helps you adapt to this crazy world we live in, psychologically, emotionally, and physiologically. And today I want to talk to you about an assessment that really doesn't make logical sense, but we've been using for years. But first, I want you to hear my voice because, you see, my voice is baritone and I really don't require a microphone, but I'll use one anyway to make sure the ladies hear what I say. I had to just spit that for a minute. So think about this. We in our society use quantitative assessments all over the place. We use them in sports. We use them in education. We use quantitative assessments really to measure most anything that can be measured. But here's the fallacy in all that. A lot of times we're measuring a qualitative experience with a quantitative methodology. Let me explain that. So qualitative experience can largely be described as human interaction. The human experience of education, the human experience of sports, the human experience of relationships. Qualitative, right? Quantitative assessments measure something with numbers, statistics. And for a lot for a lot of years, a couple centuries now, we've been measuring things quantitatively to give us a value, a value of what people do. But the fallacy in that is this. Let me give you an example. I have a daughter that used to play soccer at Arizona State. They were playing UCLA one time in a game of soccer. And as most of you know, a soccer game is 90 minutes long. So in the 89th minute, it's still 0-0. It looks like it's gonna end in a tie. Talking about an assessment, quantitative. So in the 89th minute, 30 seconds left, UCLA's forward has the ball going up the right side, ASU defender falls down. Long story short, that UCLA forward was able to slot the ball in the corner of the net, 1-0. UCLA wins. As I look down at the teams, I look at UCLA and they look like they've just won a national championship. They're jumping up and down, they're going crazy, celebrating. I look over at the Arizona State team and they got their chin in the dirt. They're like in dismay. And I thought to myself at that moment, there's something wrong with this picture. How can you play and be a warrior for 89 minutes and 30 seconds and in a split second, literally, because a defender falls, because a certain play happens, one team walks away like that, one team walks away like that. It didn't make sense. So I started to think with my PhD brain, I started to think, hmm, well what we're doing is we're measuring a qualitative experience, human interaction, playing the sport with a quantitative methodology, score. And it doesn't make sense. Some of you also know that in soccer, they play what's called friendlies. And a friendly means they don't keep score. Now, they may still do it in their brain, but on the scoreboard, they don't keep score. And guess what the result of that is? Players report they have more fun, they have more human interaction, there's more joy. So I would postulate this, that we fail to really recognize people's potential, people's acumen and competency when we measure things quantitatively all the time. I think what we need to do in education what we need to do in families what we need to do in teams is measure people qualitatively don't keep score let me give you an example did you know that test scores at let's say in 11th grade in a high school test scores grades do not positively correlate with learning I repeat Grades do not positively correlate with learning. In other words, you can get a C in a class and learn a ton. You can get an A in a class and learn nothing. So what we've got to understand that a quantitative measurement, numbers, statistics, do not tell the whole story. In fact, they may not tell much of the story at all. I once had a college professor in my PhD program and she said this and it's always stood with me. She said, all a test measures is how well you take a test. It doesn't necessarily measure content knowledge, content acquisition. And so what I want you to understand people is we've gotta stop measuring things quantitatively that are qualitatively oriented. It just does, the juxtaposition of that doesn't work. And what we, so in other words, instead of measuring a student's ability and conceptualization of a topic, quantitatively on a test, a written test, a verbal test, let them explain it. Let them talk about it. Let them develop it. That's more qualitatively oriented because there are some kids when they're forced to choose A through D, the answer doesn't ring in their brain And so they don't get it right. But if they could qualitatively explain it and develop it, then there's a qualitative assessment based on a qualitative experience of learning the content. And so this piece in psychology, in research, really in everyday life, really needs to be revamped, especially in the educational system. Because we're losing too many students that are qualitative geniuses. Qualitative geniuses, and they're getting tested in a quantitative methodology, and they're missing out. Did you know that so many students, if they don't have a certain GPA, if they don't have a certain test scores, they're recommended to not go to college. Go to trade school. I think that's a tragedy. Because a lot of those qualitative kids, if you will, are the ones that we need to develop our companies to really create and cultivate ideas in the educate in the business world, in the educational systems, in relationships. You know, in my field, in human behavior, we're getting more and more creative with music. We're getting more and more creative with animals. We're getting more and more cre- creative at the way we deliver therapy, the way we deliver coaching, the way we deliver help and it's it's way overdue so i'll repeat in summary we in the united states really all over the world but i'll just focus on the us we use quantitative measurements numbers statistics to measure qualitative experience the human experience and there's a huge fallacy in that there's a huge gap We're not capturing the whole competency and acumen of people, especially our adolescents. people. Adolescence is 10 and a half to 24 and a half. Those kids that don't score well quantitatively, but our our qualitative geniuses, we've got to catch them. We've got to catch them, cultivate them, develop them, and nurture them. Did you know that 95% of dissertations up until the year 2005 were quantitative, quantitative dissertations for people getting their PhD. Since that period, qualitative dissertations now make up 20% of dissertations. So what that means is we're taking a qualitative experience of people and behavior and now measuring it qualitatively, which is really helpful at understanding how to help people. You know, when we have research that shows, quantitatively, by the way, when we have research that shows 70% of people are not satisfied with therapy, okay? We need to wake up, people. We need to wake up in the human behavior field. We're not delivering it in a way that people are drinking our Kool-Aid. And the only way they're gonna drink our Kool-Aid is that we make it qualitative. Qualitative experience with the qualitative behavior, people. I'm telling you, there's something to this, and we got to keep developing the qualitative assessment to measure the qualitative genius. You're listening to Dr. Rick Peria here at Brain Foreplay, where you get your checkup from the neck up every Mental Monday. Love each other, trust each other, and believe in each other, because I love you. Don't forget to join us next week. Same place, same time. Welcome, to everyone. To your brain foreplay, check up where you get your checkup from the neck Fortified by foreplay. Up on That's brain so foreplay. And please so remember to subscribe PhD to this psychology. channel wherever we you are. We come at you podcast. every Monday, give you a nugget, give you a piece of information that helps you adapt to this crazy world we live in psychologically, emotionally, and physiologically. And today I want to talk to you about an an assessment that really doesn't make logic